Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 33. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. I thought of this totally cool band name just now while we were sitting here. Oh, no. What is it? (laughs) That might be taken, you know? Everything out there is taken. I don't know if anybody wants to take one of those. Mm. Mm. For more episodes, head to CigarCityRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Just search for Cigar City Radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And on all those networks, our username is Cigar City Radio. This episode of Cigar City Radio was recorded at the Blind Tiger in Ybor City. The Blind Tiger is a 1920s speakeasy-style coffee shop serving coffee, tea, vegan pastries, and more. With locations in Ybor City and Seminole Heights, you can check them out at blindtigercafe.com. Cigar City Management has teamed up with Northside Festival to bring the Noche Buena Party Series to Brooklyn. Join us Thursday, June 8th at Gold Sounds for a night of kick-ass music featuring Colombian-born pop outfit Salt Cathedral, the fuzz-filled Dirty Dishes, all the feels of Fruit and Flowers, Yucky Duster, a band who swears they're not punk, and the band that provided the intro for our podcast and this song you're hearing right now, Parrot Dream from Santiago, Chile. If you're anywhere near Brooklyn, you don't want to miss this one. Tickets are available on Ticketfly, and they're going fast. For more info, head to CigarCityManagement.com slash Northside. Our guest on this episode is 17-year-old songwriter Natalie Claro. Her debut album, Disconnect, is out this Friday, May 20th. To celebrate, she's performing at the Hard Rock Hotel at Universal Orlando that same night as part of Hard Rock Rising 2017. If you can't wait until Friday, you can listen to her singles Mountains and Baby Bug on Spotify via the Cigar City Radio companion playlist and on our new Tampa-focused Spotify playlist, The Tampa Mixtape. For more, head to natalieclaro.com. So here it is, episode 33. So I've always liked music. Music's always been a part of my life. But like, I just was like, yeah, I'm going to be a chef. Like, (laughs) I love the Food Network. Like, I'm going to, no, now I want to be a fashion designer. And then one day my mom was like, what are you doing? Why don't you do music? You like to write songs and all that. And I'm like, oh, mom, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, d- I didn't listen because I, sh- I don't know why I didn't. My mom knows everything. So and then I went to a uh, Paramore Unfortunately, concert. that's the mom thing. They yeah, always it's know so everything. annoying. You'll be like, mom, I can't find this shirt. And she's just like, did you check here? And I'm like, yeah, I did. I can't find it. She walks in and it's there. And, and you're it, like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay but anyway so and that never changes your mom always knows yeah, everything. She kn- yeah until you become a mom but i feel like sh- they always have like a higher level of intelligence over you right. okay but anyway so <laughs> so yeah so then i saw a paramore concert and um there was these two ramps and Haley williams was like running up and down both of them and i was like i gotta do that <laughs> that's awesome so i was like texting my parents from the concert like i'm gonna do it okay like i want to i want to do this so um yeah, so that happened, but it didn't start off like that. I had to do a bunch of things to like get to the level I'm at now. So I started off with my guitar doing like open mics at restaurants and um like art festivals and little things and I did like only covers. I didn't really mm. sing any of my originals. And how Maybe old were you when you were doing this? Like 15? Oh wow. 14, 15, yeah. And then um my mom submitted a video of me to Hard Rock Cafe and I got into their acoustic music festival so then that was cool like I was doing a lot of things um I came up with my first single then I took down my first single (laughs) then I came with another single and I was like okay this is what I want to be now like this I I have like I I know what I'm doing like I like the path I'm on and this is when I started converting from like girl with a guitar like singing pop songs to like oh like wait like my style is like I'm kind of like doing this like weird off the wall thing I don't know I was liking it Mm-hmm. And then um, I came out with my first CP, and then I got onto like 97X Radio, and um, I started opening for really cool bands, and like a lot of people are listening to my music now. My Spotify has grown a lot. Yeah, I've noticed so, that. Yeah, oh, got, yeah, there's just a lot of people listening. That's really cool. The, the single was it, Baby Bug, which is yeah, I released Baby Bug and Mountains as singles, and then mm-hmm. I released an EP, which was just kind of like a preview to like because I was already planning my album, so I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna release these songs as like kind of like to plant myself I guess all yeah. artists kind of come out with an EP before their debut album so I did that and now my album's coming out on May 20th yeah so I'm excited for that that's cool yeah, yeah that's <laughs> definitely something we, we talk about this a lot is that it's especially nowadays it's great to release an EP first if mm-hmm. you're a new artist just because you know it's hard for people to dig into a 12 14 song album with people's attention spans yeah. these days, you know <laughs> so getting giving them a little taste of what you're about is a great way to you know I've start seen getting interest a lot of artists do that and I guess I try I'm always like studying what people in the industry do I'm never going to like copy somebody but I like to follow like the patterns of what works and like use that as a way to like inspire me to make my own decisions I guess yeah, like absolutely. it helps me go okay like what should I do like what path should I go on for this you know yeah so, well yeah. that's a great way to do it I mean you got to study and learn like mm-hmm. what what's working and what's not working you know yeah uh, that's really cool. Who are some artists that you've been following that are influences on you? Um, I, different artists influence me in different ways. So like, you know, Haley Williams, that started everything I did. Um, I guess what made me want to do my own thing and like not worry about what other people are making and like just kind of like make whatever was 21 Pilots because they're my all time favorite band. Like mm. I love 21 Pilots and he has a song well, Tyler Joseph wrote a song called Lane Boy, and it's about people telling you you should make music a certain way. And mm-hmm. he's like, screw you, I'm going to do what I want. Like, it doesn't matter. And that's exactly what happened to me with, like, the first song I, I came out with. 
I went to a producer to help me and I was basically told no to like a lot of things I wanted to do. I was like, can I do this? Like, you know, I want a tempo change here in the song. He was like, yeah, you don't really want to do that. And I was like, you know, I really do yeah. <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> and um, so I couldn't really get what I want with my own song. People were literally working on it while I like couldn't. I was like, OK, I have to take matters into my own hands. I have to produce my own music. And that's when I started doing whatever I wanted. And that's why like. I don't know, I related to that song so much. I was like, yeah. that's me. Like, ah. Well, that's an amazing realization to have at your 17 now. Mm -hmm. That's like, I don't think people start thinking that way until way later in life, if ever, you know, <laughs> to start thinking that, well, you know, rather than doing what's expected of me, let me do what's, you know, what Honestly, I want to do. I know? wouldn't, I feel like I wouldn't have the mindsets I have when it comes to life in general if it wasn't for my parents because they're like, when people say, like, yeah, my mom's the coolest mom ever, like, you're wrong. Like, my mom's the coolest mom ever. <laughs> my parents, like, I don't know, just anything I've ever wanted in life, they've always been, like, a guide, and they've always helped me, and they've never treated me like I'm some stupid kid that isn't smart. They've always talked to me like I'm, like, mature and, like, helped me become mature. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be anything like the person I am today, like, if they hadn't been the kind of parents they are. That's super dope. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's really cool and it's it's amazing that you have parents that are that are willing to do that and yeah you know. they help me with everything like they come to all my shows like yeah. my mom's sitting at the computer and like she's like helping me find stuff and like I'm working on my music and like my dad like sometimes will build like props for me like we're just like a team <laughs> and like I love my parents <laughs> what kind of props are you building what is my dad I am not kidding when I say this like he built this like drum riser that spins <laughs> Nice. And it was so extra, but it was so cool. Like, <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't even my show. I was like on somebody else's tour. Yeah. And we were like, this was my first like venue show. So we were just overly excited. And my dad saw this video of a spinning drum riser. He's like, I can make that. And he was like literally in the garage, like building with wood. And he was like, okay, like stand on it. We're going to test it. And he got like a car motor or something. And uh -huh. that's what would turned it. And he had lights on it. And it was ridiculous it was that so crazy and over so the top. cool but it was awesome no <laughs> yeah, he yeah. built that like from scratch like are you crazy yeah <laughs> wait not crazy that's i wouldn't like to use that word sorry well it's like, like, definitely a good kind of crazy like that's yeah. you know that's really that's just super cool yeah i don't even know what to say about yeah that. no my like, dad's awesome like, <laughs> <laughs> people were like where do you get that i'm like my dad built it they're like he built it i'm like he built it <laughs> wow we got moses over here like he yeah just, yeah <laughs> Thanks. So you don't even need to hire any techs. Just you know, bring bring the parents on the road. I know you we know, do they're everything They're the roadies. Ourselves. They're the they're, they're the tour managers. Everything you're good to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I write and produce my music. My boyfriend's my drummer. He just shows with me. Like we're all just kind of like one big family band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a new age mamas and the papas. Yeah, like I'm the face, but like I always make sure I give credit to everybody. Yeah. Like I, I feel like it would be so wrong to be like yeah. Do it all myself, like. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody at some point has had somebody that helped them get to where they are. You know, it'd mm -hmm. be, uh, you know, it'd be ridiculous to not, uh, you know, give thanks to those people and give back to them. I like, I like appreciating. Like, it's not even really help. We really are just like a team. Like, we all. Like, they love my music. My dad gets more excited about it than I do. Like, he'll come out of his room screaming, like, ah, this is so awesome. Like, I love this song. Like, this one's my new favorite. And then he'll listen to it. And they're like, oh, this one's my new favorite. Like, <laughs> like I'm so excited. <laughs> so the new album is coming out next month, May 20th. May 20th, yeah. yeah. And uh, where did you, you know, where did you record this one? Um, This place is kind of, like, secret. Like, because <laughs> basically, Ooh, like. Secret reveal here. <laughs> 
It's no, because well, it's this guy's studio in his house. Okay. And is so it like one of those off the record type things, you know, not not really zoned. Yeah, like it's know? not like an open place to like the public. <laughs> like he, he lets a few people come in to record stuff, but I guess. Like I, I feel like I should ask before. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it's his place, and I okay. work with this guy named Andrew, and he does the audio engineering. So basically, like I produce the song, and then he'll like, you know, make sure everything sounds good. Yeah. Like the quality's nice. He hits record when I'm doing the stuff, and like. I don't know. He makes it really easy to make music because if you have like a certain, like you can like click with somebody and like they make like your process easy and like it, they make you feel comfortable and like going like, wait, give me like 20 minutes to figure this out. Like, let me like think for a second or let me co- try to come up with harmonies. And then you sound like an idiot going <laughs> and like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, like so working there is awesome. Um that's the answer to your question. Okay. <laughs> I, not, yeah. I had more to say, but I don't. No, right on. So did, did you have any like music training or is this all like, did you self-teach? Um, my instruments have had, I had guitar lessons for the longest time with, um, her name's Sulin and Sulin Hago. And she really helped me with my guitaring. I don't do lessons anymore just cause I've been so busy with stuff, but like, yeah, that's where I learned guitar. Everything else is just kind of self-taught. Like I, I, the drums, I did. I had to figure out on my own. A lot of things I had to figure out. Yeah. And I've tried voice lessons and stuff, but like most of voice lessons is just kind of doing drills mm-hmm. and then sure. they help you with certain things. And so a lot of people need voice teachers, but like as soon as I was like, oh, I got the drill thing. I got it down. So I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of voice teachers will try to like change the way you sing. And it's like, no, you don't want to sound that way. And so like, I just, I can't handle somebody telling me what to do. I'm like, I want to be myself. Like, yeah. man, I was in high school. I wasn't myself for like, 17 years. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I <laughs> hear I'm you. Making music, I hear you. So, yeah. yeah. And well, whatever you're doing definitely works vocal wise, especially because <laughs> I think every article or anything written about you, they always mention like your big, big voice. You know, <laughs> is, that, is that something you're particularly proud of? Yeah, she, she's pr- nodding, this, listeners. Sorry, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you can't hear, sorry. You can't hear the nod. I guess I don't, in the silence. I get, yeah. of, I get afraid of, I don't like arrogant people, but I feel like there's like a, like a positive line between like self-appreciation and yeah. like cockiness. And so I wouldn't consider myself cocky at all. I would never like feel above somebody else, but I guess I'm just so incredibly like, proud of the person I've turned out to be because I used to like not like myself at all like I used to hate everything about myself I thought it was like I didn't think I was good looking like I thought like my singing was bad and like I don't I thought I I didn't really fit in I didn't like the way I dressed and like there was just so much like wrong and like now that I'm making my music like I'll listen to my own songs and I'm like oh wow this is like good or like sometimes I'll put on an outfit and I'm like wow I look awesome <laughs> and, well, like, that's like the, know, the of badge of honor or the trophy you can get when you reach that level of self-appreciation mm-hmm. and that's the difference like you said with being cocky and just being prideful in what you've done and the fact that you said like you taught yourself a lot of what you're doing and you're doing this all on your own there's a difference when you say like yeah I made this I'm happy with this I could look myself in the mirror and be like this is awesome or be like look guys I'm I'm kind of the best person here. And yeah. Like, and it's all, you know, like it's in, it's in a connotation, but like if you can, you know, realize like it took me a long time to get here. So of course I'm going to be happy about it. It's never going to be read as like being overly confident or cocky. Or, okay, good. Yeah. That's so, why I like nodded and you, the whole thing. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, 
that you have plenty of like merit here that you should be proud you know okay. like there's like Thanks. yeah so never feel like you're you're gonna be too cocky or whatever i think like where you're okay. at and like the way you're talking now and stuff um other people should be reading that and be like yeah i, I mean i'm proud of her like I, you know yeah, like, yeah. yeah so, i just met you and i'm proud yeah, of you yeah that's oh, awesome. thanks <laughs> I, mean, I, I wish I was cool when I was 17. <laughs> yeah, right. was not doing that. Yeah. It's okay. I went through the not cool phase already in middle school. I didn't know what I was doing in middle school. Like, I wore way too much eyeliner. My braces looked jacked. It's the hardest like, time in everybody's yeah. life. Yeah, seriously. None of us knew what we were doing in middle school. I was a perpetual school. emo kid for three years. Yeah. My bangs were never okay. <laughs> like, the band tees that I found at some, like, makeshift thrift store that specialized in music were terrible. I was wearing, like, a bad company t-shirt <laughs> trying to like justify that i knew music <laughs> it's okay so. though like i feel like it's a good stage to like experiment with like what makes you happy because then it like helps you figure out later like i preach so much all the time like please do whatever you want like please like don't like you will reach this like such a good level of freedom when you finally like start doing what makes you happy because yeah. then like one you like yourself when you do what makes you happy because obviously it's making you happy and then two you're not worrying about like is this okay like are people going to judge me just go like yeah people are going to judge me for this I want that because if they're not judging me then I'm not being myself like yeah I well I guess yourself can be what fits in it, it whatever make just do whatever you want I don't know yeah but it should be happy. on your own terms yeah it should yeah. never be like justified by somebody saying like oh you fit in you're fine like that's yeah. that's who you are cool like my friend is um goes to plant high and she said that like, we went to a music festival together, and she had glitter all over her eyes. And I was like, whoa, that looks awesome. She's like, yeah, I started wearing it to school. And people are like, is that glitter on your eyes? And she's like, yeah, it's glitter on my eyes. <laughs> like, exactly. I do what I want. And I'm like, good job. Like, if see, like if you want to wear glitter on your eyes, and you like it, and you think you look great, then, like, it doesn't matter if anybody else likes it It should always be because... for you and never for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, Do you do you notice that um, you get a lot of, like, positive feedback from your fans and stuff? Like, are you are – you, positioning yourself to be a role model or have you found yourself taking on that position of of being a role model to some of your fans and like or do you get that kind of feedback from them telling you like thanks you've helped me you know get to a point where I'm starting to figure out who I want to be and and what I want to do and stuff um I think being a role model like in general is never something that it just kind of happens I feel like you'd have to like work for it and make sure you're saying the right things I'm constantly like even in this interview like I'm trying to make sure I'm aware of the things I say. Yeah. Like even earlier, I'm just going to say, I said the word crazy and I've seen things before where people say like, don't say that in like such a casual way because it like is hurtful for people that have like mental conditions and things like that. And I know everybody nowadays wants to complain like everybody gets offended about everything, but like I don't want to offend people. I don't want to make people upset. So like I get nervous. I'm like, oh no, don't say that, Natalie. I don't want to make people upset. And it's like, it's hard to like be in a position that you care about like how you affect people. But Anyways, back to what you were saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. I try to say positive things to people all the time. And, like, even in my shows, I do, like, many little, like, speeches before my last song to, like, like encourage people to be themselves or, like, like yourself or to be kind to other people. And I have had people come up to me after shows, like, like wow, like, you've inspired me to this. Or, like, people message me saying, like, this sounds crazy, but, like, your song actually, like, your music actually makes me feel better. Like, it makes, it puts me in a good mood I don't know like people have said that my lyrics help them a lot so like that's good like that's important that needs to happen I feel like there's a lot of people that are like lost and they don't know like they don't have somebody in their life the way like I have my parents like to help them or guide them in certain ways 
So like, I, if I have like, if I can be that person to them, then that's awesome. Because there's a lot of people that are like, that may seem like they're a mean person or they may be bullying somebody else, but they're really just having like a hard time, you know. And yeah. it would be better for everybody if like, the world would be so much kinder if people would just like have somebody that would guide them and like make them feel better. So if that can be me and like I can help people, then like that's good. That's yeah. fantastic. It's <laughs> a great, great outlook to have. Um, at 17 so please yeah. keep it going because okay. I mean <laughs> yeah we're I mean we're older than you but hearing that that's it's a reminder that yeah sometimes things do get tough and we, you can lose sight of you know wanting to to be a good person or things like that like you feel like you're maybe not getting to the points you want to be but to hear that and have that reflected back like it's it's powerful so please keep doing Thank what you're you. doing yeah. that's awesome well and, and growing up too i mean there's so many songs that i can think of where you know at the time when i heard them i was like wow this is it's like they're speaking to me <laughs> you know it's yeah. like they're this is this is what i'm feeling this is what i'm thinking and you know those songs like helped me get through a lot of stuff you know so mm -hmm. yeah it's cool if you can do the same thing for others that's i actually awesome. that baby book song i wrote i wrote it in third person because i was originally saying it to myself and then i realized it worked out because I'm not singing like, I'm this, I'm that. I say, you this, you that. I, I say it in third person. And then when I do it at my shows, I do like a kind of like a speech before I sing the song. And I say like, feel like I'm singing the song to you. And like, it really worked out. Like it, like it helps me convey that message of like speaking to people. And I say like, baby bug, you'll grow your wings and fly free. Like whatever obstacle you're stuck in right now, whether it's like you're being bullied, which was kind of my situation. I got bullied a lot of middle school. Or like, you know, you're in something like an abusive relationship or maybe you're not happy with yourself or just whatever like you're stuck in even somebody who has like cancer or something and they need something like strong to keep them going like I want that song to be the song that makes people feel like they have like the power to overcome something yeah so I say that in my shows yeah well <laughs> that's definitely a theme that you know you get while listening through the EP is you know mountains too is a song about you know empowering yourself and doing the things you want i mean i i don't want to speak for you you're giving me a look actually can we talk about no 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 sorry maybe i'm no, misinterpreting the song completely sorry i i was i, I was actually not what it no, is the song's, it's actually about literal mountains <laughs> yeah no it's yeah it's about climbing mountains it was my vacation in the mountains. yeah no, yeah sorry i was listening to you and I, no, i'm so tired too so i'm trying not to like <laughs> yeah. Well, um, tell me about the other song, Mountains, because you talked about okay, Baby cool. Bug and how I like that song a lot. Um, yeah, I do too. It's a, it's a good one. It's a very like. Uh, I'm gonna take it? this jacket off. Yeah, no, it's I'm trying to be cool, and you can't be cool when it's hot. No, <laughs> no, no it's in, it's insanely hot. So, um, yeah, yeah, Mountains is a great track. So, what, um, what, how did that one come together? So basically, um. I had to go on like a lot of medication at one point because I had like extremely bad allergies. I don't know. I think I've like grown out of it or maybe just not being in school where I'm outside as much. Like it's not as bad, but I had to go on all this medication so that I could do shows and not be like sick. And because whenever I would get allergies, I would just like instantly get bronchitis. I have no idea why. So I'd always be really sick. Yeah. And my parents started noticing that I was like not the same person and I was like really like depressed <laughs> and sad and like. I realize in a situation like that, most doctors would just describe you like antidepressants instead of going, yeah, it's like, that's the medication. Like maybe we could find a different outlet. Yeah. And then I started realizing and then like I was watching all these commercials with like side effects and I was like, oh my God, so many people need medication. I feel like 
it's the, the whole thing's just abused. Like doctors will just keep just like prescribing you medicine and like people are just making money off of the fact that you're sick and you have these commercials of people smiling. It's like side effects may be, be death, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stroke. And it's like, or ah. the worsening of previous symptoms. That's yeah. my favorite one. It's horrible. <laughs> and like, and then, um, people like to get mad at vegans. I'm not vegan, but like, I completely understand. I watched this videos of cows literally being slaughtered on YouTube and like abused. And I was like, ah, like, like I like I, I okay you know what I have to go vegan like I, I feel too bad like they're getting like abused <laughs> I, I have to go vegan and then I like realize I'm like oh my god the shirts from Walmart and like people like the clothes from Walmart are made by like little like just just the true facts like little kids in other countries that barely make any money and it's like like oh my god everything's tainted yeah everything. <laughs> everything's tainted <laughs> everything that makes you this sounds so negative but it's like the truth like I it, it's it's good to not think so negatively in life because it's just the facts of life. That's how things are. And it's like, but it's, it's true. Like everything that you think is like so nice, like something horrible kind of had to go down for you to get that nice thing. Like even iPhones and like, it's horrible. And so I wrote mountains because like, I feel like on this type of subject, we can like, you know, go on the streets and we can march and we can do all these things to try to fix it, but it won't change that it's happening. And I guess it's like, that's what the song is. It's just kind of saying like, we all complain about these things and like, it's never going to change. We're never going to stop. And it, it's just like an, a rant. And I guess it is kind of empowering because it makes you realize it's like a, a self-awareness, like almost like just kind of like, it's that's what it is. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But the song, I guess I wanted it to sound upbeat and happy with like a dark undertone a dark meaning behind it because that's kind of what life is i feel like like yeah. a lot of things are happy but they have that darkness behind it and i have a lot of plans for the music video of what i want i want i'm not gonna actually i'm not gonna spoil it oh dang no i i, I want to i want to save it like for when it comes out because but i have a lot of good ideas cool we'll look out for that yeah okay. that sounds cool so the album's coming out next month and then are you going on tour after that so what are the tour plans um going to tour over the summer i think i want like local bands from those areas to open like so mm. different opener every show and i've gotten a lot of requests like come to connecticut or like come here and so i'm like trying to keep that in mind like i want to go to the places where people want me to go yeah um yeah that's basically it it's going to be called the invasion tour because i want to i, I want to say like i'm invading the cities going around and i'm like shoving my music into people's faces listen to me like yeah you know, and is, is this your first time hitting a lot of these markets or going to a lot of these cities? Um, I've I've gone to different states to perform before, but I've never mm. gone like on a tour. So this is my first time. Oh, all right. Yeah. And I'm nervous because I hate being stuck in the car for a long time. It's uh, horrible. But it's okay. Are mom and dad joining you? Of course, right? Yeah, they're driving. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to drive, right? Somebody, You're gonna break you, up the team? Yeah, no, no, we're never gonna break. Up I the know. Team. We do. We literally do everything together. Like the coffee shop we're in right now, we come and we hang out. Me and my dad play chess. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's a fun I'm such place a to be. dork. Like I, I, my parents are my friends, but they are. <laughs> like we hang out and we do things. So yeah. Yeah. We're not gonna break up the squad to like, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I would be upset about that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel right. like I want to join the squad. Yeah, you can join the squad. Anybody right, can join. Cool, yeah. <laughs> Except me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like your hat. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So that gets you in. That's the hat. Sorry, guys. Oh, I know. As dang. soon as you take it off, you're out. I, I know. know. I have to wear the hat. <laughs> oh yeah, so, everybody has hats. Yeah, we, we all oh. have hats. You you missed the memo. I'm sorry. Dang it. Yeah. You should have. 
So we're very hat friendly. Okay, but ne- next time I come on, because I want to come on again. Yeah, oh, you, you I will wear a hat. You're welcome. Yeah. I have an Angry Birds hat. That's it's perfect. It's really ugly, but it's cool. So yeah, <laughs> that'd be perfect. Yeah. I think it'll fit right in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna gonna go on this big tour. Album's coming out. What's the what's the future looking like for Natalie Claro? Um, we want to move to LA. Um, naturally. I, I was born in California. My mom lived in California her whole life, so like she knows the whole area. So it'd almost be kind of like moving back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of plan to do that next year. And I guess what I want to do with my music is have my album come out. And I want to give it a lot of longevity for a while. So I want to maybe release music videos. Every, like instead of focusing on album number two, I'll put that effort into making good quality music videos and like releasing those. And um, even doing like acoustic things like uploading acoustic videos of that doing tour vlogs stuff like that i want to like create like an era almost because this is like an era of my music to me at least because i know i'm going to change as an artist it's inevitable yeah so i want to do that and then you know maybe two years from now like i'll start working on my next album i'm always writing and trying to come up with stuff so i'll have stuff like ready yeah yeah awesome have you been working with any um other producers or any outside any other outside artists or is this, this is all no i don't like working with people Natalie that sounds Claire. horrible but <laughs> 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 i don't like i don't know i don't i've never written a song with anybody i've had people ask me like we should write a song together and if i was to write a song with somebody i'd probably say like yeah you can put it on your album because i just I like my stuff is like my stuff it's i don't yours. know weird i don't even really i don't want to write a song with somebody it's like personal it's like imagine writing a diary like with somebody that's weird like that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when you put it that way yeah definitely i wouldn't like it and i don't know i don't like what if it's like my music specifically if i was to collaborate with somebody and it's like oh yeah this is both of our songs i'd be like yeah give me your ideas let's do this together mm-hmm. but if it's like my song i don't want to want somebody telling me i can't do something or that they don't like something because it's like this is not your song like this is my song yeah. <laughs> so like i know this sounds like strange and i've had a lot of people say like like people who are more knowledgeable than me say like, you know, it's really good to take advice from people and to listen to people's ideas. And I'm while everything I said made it seem like I am opposed to people's ideas, I'm not. When people give me ideas, I really do take it into consideration. And seriously, every once in a while, somebody will suggest something to me and I'll go, wow, that's actually really smart. Like, I want to, you're right, I'm going to do that. But it's like rare because I just... I, I kind of I think of so many things and I brainstorm so much that it's almost like if I wanted it, I would have thought of it. <laughs> so when people give me an idea and I reject it, they see as it being stubborn. And I'm like, no, like in the kindest way possible, I really just don't like your idea. Like, I just want to do what I want to do with my music. And I have to people get their like they get their feelings hurt too easily. And I don't want to hurt people's feelings either. So I'd rather just not work with somebody. I'd just rather do it on my own and take the time I need. And there's been times where I've restarted songs completely going like, yeah, I don't know what I did. Like, I don't like this. And I start over, which yeah. is fine though. Like I'd rather do something wrong and learn from it than like somebody else kind of do it for me or kind of think of the ideas for me. And I'm not really learning. Like I wouldn't produce my, I wouldn't have learned to produce if the first song I created, the producer did everything like that I liked. Right. Cause then I would never be able to produce my own songs. And I feel like that's not as cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, plus, you know, it, part of the benefits of being an independent artist and having, you know, your team so close knit is that you can, you know, you can take your time releasing stuff and you can experiment with things. You know, there's no, you know, big label that's telling you you need to have a single out and it needs to sound like this. Yeah. Know? So at I least know. not yet. <laughs> um, I don't know if if I do have a label, I'm going to be like so extremely picky. Like I 
like I would never want like a contract that like they have like a life insurance policy over me or something mm-hmm. like creepy like ooh, voice crack right, and I wouldn't want like them to say like yeah like we're gonna hook you up with these producers or that stuff like I it would have to be almost like a we're just gonna give you money and you're gonna give it back but do whatever you want like yeah. and that's that doesn't happen in the real world that's well it, it does if you're like chance the rapper or if you're like a rap you know if you're if you can build the name on your own mm-hmm. first then you I have a lot do that. yeah that's what it sounds like you're doing i honestly feel yeah. like just having like i mean a record label is just connections it's money and connections to things so like if i can find a way to make sure i'm making money like, I want to write for other people, too. Like, I want to be a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I can find, like, intelligent ways to make my own money and or even, like, invest in things and, like, do that, and then I find my own connections, I get my own, like, publicist, I get my own people, and I get my own team, like, do you really need a record label? Like, if you can just manage everything on your own. And I'm I'm nuts. Like, I will do it. Like, I will do everything on my own if I have to. Yeah. I'll be working all the time. As long as I don't have, like, control over myself because then I wouldn't, I won't be happy. And, like... Life's short. You got to be happy. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the, the message of the day. You got to be happy. I've been asked before if a hot dog's a sandwich. Oh, and, move, move, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And just. I said that by definition, of it's like food between two pieces of like bread, but a hot dog is like in, like it's like caressed by the bread. And it's not mm-hmm. really in between. So that it's not a sandwich. Ooh. Wait, but listen, listen. <laughs> no, listen. But then I thought about it. I'm like, but it still has all the same properties as a sandwich. So I started to revisit that. And I think I've decided that who cares? <laughs> it can be whatever you see, want it to be. <laughs> see, my, It's funny that you brought that up of all things. My roommate and I from college at USF like still argue today about whether really? it's a hot, a hot dog is a What's sandwich your stance, or not. Randy? I see. Okay. Where this started was near USF, <laughs> near USF. Right. <laughs> near near USF, there's Mel's Hot Dogs, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and the sign says Mel's Hot Dogs and other sandwiches. So does that mean that that's that like means a- the hot dog is included in the sandwiches because they serve hot dogs and other sandwiches. So I would say Mel would be an authority on hot dogs. Authority. <laughs> so I'm gonna defer to him and they say are that the supreme knowledge yes, of hot yes. dog. What, no, that's good. That's a good source. Like I, that. I, I that, mean, you gotta have, you gotta, you gotta back this oh, up. Oh, you know, it'd be awesome. Can we do like a hot dog court? Michelle is the expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Michelle's life mission is, is hot dogs. I heard hot dogs. dogs and I was like, <laughs> I'm on the beat. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think they're a sandwich. Get um, out of here. But this is my question: If we're defining it by between two pieces of bread, technically a bun is only making a slit. It's not two pieces of bread. It's one bread. And with a slit. Well, who says it has to be that simple? What if it's like a spectrum? 
Like, like it it's be. on a spectrum yeah. of not a sandwich and is a sandwich, and it kind of falls uh, Jason wants towards the, the middle. Get the mic, get the mic. So you go to Burgermonger, and yeah. you say, hey, I want a hot dog. Or no, you go to Five Guys, okay. and you say, I want a hot dog. Yeah. What do they do to the hot dog? You mean what do they do to the hot they dog? They cut the hot dog in half, and then they cut oh, the yeah. bun in half and put it down separately. Is it not a hot dog anymore? Because, I because no, it's not a slit anymore. It's still a hot dog. It's just split in half, and it's on two separate pieces of bread. What does anything mean anymore? <laughs> I'm just not defining it as a sandwich. <laughs> I'm just saying that fits your definition Hi, people of, of Cigar City Radio listening to this. You can sue me if you want for not thinking it's a sandwich. I don't care. I'm not standing by it being a sandwich. I love hot dogs, and they are a standalone. They are their own entity, and I'm not lumping their them in. with. entity. Yeah, I think, I think we need to work on some more hot dog inclusivity in this No, world. I can see it justified as a sandwich. I just will not call it a sandwich. This will not stand, man. Well, if it's three against one, come at me. I think, Let's no, go. no. Well, I Natalie's think, indifferent. No, She's, yeah. I think it should be whatever you yeah. want it to be. Thank you. If yeah. you think Guys. a hot dog is a sandwich, then that's the beauty of life, that everybody gets to think what they want no, no. and feel what they want. I know a hot dog is a sandwich, <laughs> and that's how we're ending the podcast, because this okay. is my show. <laughs> <laughs>